Hey bitches, I wanted to come on here really quickly and give a trigger warning to all of our listeners. Today, we're going to be talking about some paranormal experiences as well as death. Um, If this isn't for you, I won't be offended if you shut us off. However, I would really appreciate it if you could keep listening. So with that being said, let's get into the third episode of Iced Coffees and Margaritas. Okay. Hi. Hey, bitches. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Ice Coffee and Margaritas with your girls, Charlotte and Lydia. Yes. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> Pardon so, me. I'm just pouring another glass. Kind of sounds like you're being. <laughs> <laughs> My yeah. bad. It was wide, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's tell the listeners it is definitely not pee. Um, So we're recording a little differently today. We are using Zoom um, because Charlotte's at home and I'm at home and because Charlotte hurt herself. I was going to say we're being COVID friendly, but yeah, I'm, I'm injured. I have a bum knee. Yeah. Maybe our audio will be better now that we're apart. (gasps) I I hope so. Oh my God. That would be so nice. Our audio is better. So sorry. Not in advance, but very behind yeah, about not, last week's audio. We are not audio techs. Again, we are still looking for help. Please come help us. We will pay you in dirty socks. <laughs> and if there's any wine left, I will happily share. <laughs> I too am drinking because that is what we need this evening. We need some alcohol to get this going. Um, so Lydia, tell me about your week. How's it going? I have the week off, (gasps) which is great. That's Um, wonderful. Yeah. My sister-in-law is here from Portugal, which is wonderful. It's great being able to see her. Um, But I went and I got my lashes done and um, I had a major allergic reaction to the glue. And now I look like that friggin' monster from the Goonies. (laughs) (laughs) Send me a picture because it was funny because so I last night I had a very big cry before I went to bed. So I was anticipating oh, my eyes to look very, very puffy. And they didn't this morning. And then you <laughs> sent me a picture and I was like, wow, Lydia did it for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, this was just um histamines that have been released into my body, and now my eyes are swollen. Honestly, it was so bad, like my vision has been really blurry because of like how swollen and I don't know, like if shit's like getting into my eyes, I have, I have no idea, but it looks really bad. You can't really see it on the, like on my screen, but you should see them. They're all like my eyelashes. They're all covered in like, I don't even know shit. Like, I don't (laughs) know if it's like pus or something from my eyelids. Oh my God. Like there it was is so bad. That came out of your eyelids too. Oh like my that's god! How swollen they were. Yes, my eyelids. This one, especially my my right eye, is really really bad. Like all here, it's like right it like right by my waterline. It's all cracked. Oh my god! Yeah, it's horrible. So I got them done last night, and then I had to get them off not even twenty four hours later because I had such a bad allergic reaction. So I'm really upset by it because I am saying to my partner, I'm saying a D I was like, 
I just wanted to look like an Instagram filter. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, you look beautiful either way. I'm like, no, I'm ugly. And he's like, you don't need eyelashes to make you pretty. I'm like, yes, I do. Oh my God. (laughs) Kudos to him for actually, you know, being on point this time. Sometimes he knows what he's talking about. (laughs) Occasionally. I won't give him too much credit though. No, definitely not. How was, how was your week? Oh, it's well, it's only Tuesday. I know. Ew. Rough. (laughs) Um, today when I was at work, I was talking to one of my um one of my colleagues. Yeah. And he was like, You just look exhausted. I was like, you know, Mm -hmm. last night I was I was on the phone with one of my friends. We're just having a little chit-chat. Everything's great. And we get off the phone and I was like, okay, I'm gonna put a movie on. And then it's like eight o'clock. And I'm like, why am I putting a movie on? I have to go to bed in like an hour. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, whatever, I'm going to put a movie on. I put it on. And then I realized, like, I got to do this shit again tomorrow. Yeah. And the next day. And the next. And the next. And then, like. I know. I'm and so then for the rest of your life. Working. Literally. Like. Yeah. Ugh. I know. I feel the exact same way. It's <sighs> like there has to be something better out there. Literally. And he was just like, he's like, oh, like, do you not want to, like, you don't want to be here? I was like, well, I don't want to be anywhere that's not my bed right now. Like, see, yeah, pressure is coming in hot. It's like, you know, you fucking bitch. Like, nobody wants to be at work. I'm sorry. Like, no, and like, no. And like, even Jeff Bezos doesn't want to be at work. Yeah. Sorry. I said, even Jeff Bezos doesn't want to be at work. So, like, mm-hmm. give me a break. Literally. Yeah. And so, like, it's not my business. It's not my passion. I'm still tr- very much trying to figure out, like, what my passion is and, yeah. like, all this stuff. Um, like, I just don't want to be, I don't really want to be out of my bed right now. Like Mm -hmm. I don't have enough time, like downtime, I guess you, if you will, to myself. And since I hurt myself, I haven't been going to the gym in the morning. So I'm actually sleeping more. So I technically do have more time to myself than what I would normally do on. But you know what? Your routine is all messed up and like, I'm so thrown off. Yeah. And like exercise releases those good feeling hormones. So literally, and the fact that I was like hitting some new PRs at the gym with like deadlifts mm-hmm. and not with squats, I can't squat to save my life. Right. Um, but I'm just like, Oh man. And like, I love doing legs. I've got a dump truck to support that. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> so it was really funny because on on Sunday, so Sunday yeah. I play hockey. I play both ball hockey with um these weird weird group of guys, mm-hmm. and uh, and then I also play ice hockey with my ladies team. And so mm-hmm. after I was done playing ball hockey with the guys, I was like, you know, I think I'm gonna hit a new PR with my deadlifts at the gym. Mm-hmm. So I think when I go in on Monday, because Monday's a leg day, I was like, I think when I go in on Monday, I'm gonna actually I'm gonna be one of those people that records it. Like I'm going to put my phone up. I'm going to record me lifting all this heavy weight and put it on my Insta story. That's what I'm going to do. And then I go and blow my knee out two hours later. Honestly, so ridiculous. Like, of course. (laughs) But so interestingly enough, so I'm out, I'm playing hockey. I'm a goalie and I ended up poke checking one of the girls. So basically the ladies league that I play in, either your team's Uh like, okay, like mine is, or it's your shit or you have a good team so we actually ended up playing one of the teams that was really good Uh and I think I told you this but um so then it was it was our third game of the season Mm -hmm. and the other two teams that we've played before have just been like okay Mm -hmm. so like I haven't really faced a lot of shots haven't really done much Mm -hmm. like they could put a pylon in net it would have been the same score (laughs) yeah I hear you so I'm just like whatever so then when I actually saw like 
you know, there was girls with like different shells on and like socks that I recognized from like other rep teams when I played rep. So I was like, right. okay, we're actually going to play a good team. So I can actually show my team who's a new team. Yeah. Like I'm actually a good goalie. Like I, you can, I can pull clutch. Mm-hmm. And so we're like halfway into the first period. The first shot that I get, if it would have been like on net, it would have hit me in the head. So I was like, all right, we're doing headshots. No problem. Oh my God. So I was Why like, so no problem. Like, yeah. So I was like, I'm here for it. Like, this is the shit I like. Let's go. Mm. <laughs> and um, Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm crazy. Um, literally. That's what happens when you're, <laughs> little, you're just a little nuts. Mm. Just a little flavor. Um, so then we're, like, halfway through the first period. A girl gets, like, somewhat of a breakaway. I don't know. My defense are slow. They do their best, but, like, not the fastest people. Mm-hmm. So I end up poke-checking her. But when I swing my leg out to, like, kind of cover her stick side just to make sure – that's when I end up like something pops and pulls and does whatever it does. But like I got the puck, so I was fine and we got a whistle. Yeah. And all of a sudden I'm just like laying there like, oh no. <laughs> it's like that hurt. I shouldn't have done that. That oh shit moment. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. fuck. And so, and because my growing up, my mom was my trainer for the, like mm-hmm. 10 years mm-hmm. on the bench. And anytime I would get hurt, whether I would be the only goalie, I would be the starting goalie. There'd be two goalies. There could even be three goalies on the bench. Mm-hmm. If I got hurt and wanted to get off, my mom would tell me to A, suck it up. Mm-hmm. B, you're letting your team down if you get off the ice. <laughs> or she would be like, oh, so-and-so has to go in if you get off because you're hurt. And like, you know, she's not very good. So, like, your team's going to lose if you get off. So, like, a huge guilt trip. Yeah. So, I'm clearly injured. Like, even my whole team was just, like, you got up very slow and we don't even know you. <laughs> I'm just, like, no, I'm Yikes. fine. Thank you for asking. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> so, that I keep playing. And, like, this team's just good. I probably faced, like, 60 shots. And one of the other ladies on the team, she knows, like, my whole situation with my mom and the guilt tripping, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. And she's also roughly closer in age to my mom mm-hmm. than what I am, obviously. And after the first period, I go to the bench and she's <laughs> like, you're hurt, aren't you? I was like, yeah. I was like, I think I, I think I pulled something. I'm not really sure what it is. It's the she inside knew. of me. It hurts. Yeah. And she goes, you're allowed to get off. Yeah. Like, if you're hurt, it's okay. And like everyone's just eavesdropping at this point because mm-hmm. like, oh, what Charlotte's saying. Um, <laughs> and um, so then she's like, it's okay. You can get off. And my team's like, if you're hurt, like, don't worry, get off. We all have to work tomorrow. Like, yeah. don't worry about it. Like, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, no, guys, it's okay. I think I just like, it was just like a little like, hey, don't do that again. When I'm like, no, I know I hurt myself. Yeah. But in my mind, I'm like, no, I really want to play. I really want to show my team like I'm good. I don't want to let them down. And and then the second period goes by. I'm getting rifled with shots. Like my team had like nine people show up. So mm-hmm. like even if it was the best nine players, they're just gassed at this point. So I was like, okay, I'm going to be done after the second period. Like I'm just getting lit up. Like I'm flopping around like a dead whale out there. <laughs> I'm doing amazing but like this hurts I need to get off Mm -hmm. and so at the end of the second period I was like okay I'll get off when the buzzer goes with like four seconds left of the second period one of my girls gets a penalty oh no and I was like oh no I can't leave them without a goalie with the start of a period with a man short I was like oh no I'm gonna let them down and I was like 
instantly had my mom back in my head so anyways i ended up long story short i ended up getting off with like four minutes left of the game mm-hmm. because there was just no whistles and you can't just like skate off as much as i love to but um, it was a very proud moment and then afterwards when we all got <clears> off and like, <throat> the rest of my team got off they're like are you okay and i was like no yeah. i'm not okay i was almost in tears because i was just in so much pain that millennial guilt man L- literally yeah like rise and grind mm-hmm. um literally but yeah and then so the the friend that i have on the team like she was like she even said after the fact as we were kind of chit-chatting she waited mm-hmm. for me it was great i shower after the games and she waited just to make sure i was okay and offered to carry mm-hmm. my stuff and whatever and I wouldn't let her touch a thing because, Aww, like, so who nice. knows how to ask for help i don't yeah and um and she said to me she's like do you feel very empowered that you got off the ice yeah at your own time she's like mm-hmm. i know it took you a long time and i know that you know you should have got off in the first period but do you like do you feel empowered that you were able to do that for yourself and i'm just like crying i'm like yes yeah like how dare you call me out on that oh, <laughs> i'm God. like like first of all we were both very sober right now we don't yeah. need to be doing this you can't like, do ask this me to after me a bottle of wine. um <laughs> But, but yeah. I'm glad that you, you know, took your health into consideration and you, um, you did that for you. I'm proud of you. Thank you. But yeah, that, that's been my week. And then, you know, I broke a coffee pot, so that almost put me over the edge. Yeah. So I'm buying you a coffee pot. I'm giving you wine glasses and I'm getting you boots. That's, that's <laughs> what you need. <laughs> You're always breaking things. <laughs> oh my, I just need a regular kitchen. <laughs> You just need, I think you just need plastic. Honestly, <laughs> I don't think you need to stop playing with glass. <laughs> no, I need to get a regular kitchen with a sink so I can stop washing my dishes in the laundry sink and then putting them on the dryer. And then someone turns the dryer on and they just flop everywhere. <laughs> I think we need to preface that with Charlotte just moved home. She moved out of her own apartment and then had to move back in with her mom. Um, and it's been a very tumultuous experience which um, kind of leads us into the topic for today, which is spooky. We're talking about spooky shit because it's spooky fucking season. We love a good spooky season. We love spooky season. Love it. So what's going on? So I figured that in um, the spirit of Halloween and, you know, other festivities that are out there that people celebrate such as dia de los muertos day of the dead in mexico i'm not mexican i'm <laughs> i'm brazilian <laughs> i uh i resonate with uh with my mexican people uh, <laughs> um yeah so in the spirit of that we're talking about some some spooky shit and so like I said, I, my family's from Brazil and there is, uh, a lot of like voodoo and stuff that occurs. It's, it's crazy. Um, I would so, love to just, I would love to just be a bird's eye view. It's a lot. Like there's like, honestly, this one episode, there's not even like close, like there's not enough time to cover all of the shit that has, occurred like you know people are like bruxas like witches shit like that yeah it's crazy it's so crazy so um so I'm gonna tell you a story 
And then okay. if you have anything, you can tell me your story. And then I found some stuff on Reddit too, that we can talk about, which is like, okay. Tell me more. So, okay. So when I was like 17, I had my tonsils removed. I don't know if you remember that. I do. Was a long time ago. Um, but anyway, my mom and my stepdad had, they were actually getting a divorce. They're back together now, but anyway. Um, so my stepdad wasn't there. Like he was moved out. It was just my mom and I at our house and she didn't like sleeping alone. So she asked me to sleep with her. And, um, this was like not too long after I had my surgery. And so like maybe like a week or two after, and I was like still sleeping with my mom in her room. And, um, so it's in the middle of the night and I wake up to knocking on the door stop no and it was at our front door we lived in like the booms and I wake my mom up and I'm like mom there's somebody at the door and she's like Lydia there's nobody at the door it's so late like go back to sleep and I'm like no mom like somebody's at the door what if they need help and she's like Lydia there's nobody there like go back to sleep and I'm like no I think someone's there and she's like no no, no. like I don't hear anything it's okay go go back to sleep so I got up, I went to the bathroom and I'm like listening. I don't hear anything else. And I go back to sleep. Um, so the next day we had gone to my sister's house. Actually, you know what? I don't even think that was the time that I had my tonsils removed. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, but we had gone to my sister's house and my Vava, my grandmother, she was in Brazil at the time. And so we were at my sister's and my vava, my grandma, she calls my mom and she's like, uh, I need to talk to you about something like, and then she ends up telling her that my chichia died, my aunt. And my mom started screaming and like freaking out. Oh my God. And we were like, what the fuck is going on? Like, mom, why are you like, why are you freaking out? Why are you bugging? Yeah. And she's like, Lydia, you heard knocking. And I was like, yeah. And she goes, do you know what that means? And I'm like, no. And she goes, that means somebody in your family is going to die. And she goes, Chia died last night. Yeah, I swear. (laughs) And I was like, no, she didn't. No, I swear. And so she was like, you know, Legia, if you ever hear that again, like that means that somebody in your family is going to die. Like, you know, you need to listen to that. And I have be conscious. I know it's so everywhere. Scary. Isn't that like nothing futs? That's so, so freaky. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, wizard. I know. I know. I'm basically like a medium or something. I don't know. But here's another crazy thing. So obviously we know my dad had cancer. He died. <laughs> No, no surprise there. Uh, One day we'll be able to say it without laughing, but it's not today. I'm telling my therapist, I'm like, I laugh when I feel awkward about things. And she's like, do you? And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, why are you here at therapy? I'm like, well, my dad's dead. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And she's like, okay. Um, Oh, a gift from Zoom. It says we've removed the 40 minute time limit on your group meeting. Love it lovely so it's still recording um so anyway 
um, my, obviously my dad was sick and I was away at school and I was going back and forth from our house where, well, like where my dad lived to where I was for like post-secondary and, um, excuse me, I burped. It's the cider I'm drinking. It's very carbonated. Um, (laughs) so I would go back and forth, but because my dad, um, he was like getting like closer to the end. Like it was around December ish at that time. Like he was getting pretty ill. Um, and I had the flu. So I was talking to him and I'm like, dad, like, I can't come and see you right now because like, if I go there and I give you the flu, like you will surely die. So literally, yeah. Like I can't come. I'm not about to be your cause of death. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't want to murder you. (laughs) Um, (laughs) least I can do. Yeah. So, um, I had left class cause I was, I was still going to class. Cause of course, like I need to get that. you know, I paid for my education. I got to go. So I left class. I went home and I went to bed. Like I passed out again. I hear knocking three times. No. Okay? Yeah. So, no. and of course my dad is sick and I wake up and I hear, I hear the knocking and I think it's my roommate. No, I'm, don't do not tell me. Do not. So, so I, I'm thinking, I was like, Chelsea, are you home? Nothing, nothing. And I'm like, Chelsea, like, are you there? Like, are you like, what's going on? Do you need something? Nothing. I get out of bed. I go and I look at the door. She's not there. My other roommates are not home. I'm the only one home. And so I went back to bed and I'm sitting there thinking like, oh my God, I heard three knocks my dad's going to die. So I call my stepmom and I was like, I need to know where dad is right now. She goes, we actually just went to the hospital. And I was like, what? And she goes, yeah, he's not doing so hot right now. I needed to bring him to the hospital. And my dad had colon cancer. Um, if people didn't listen to the first episode. And so like his stomach became like really descended. So like, it was really full of fluid. Like it was really large. He looked like he was like 50 months pregnant. His stomach was so big and they needed to drain his abdomen. And like, he was, it was so bad. They took out, like, I can't even remember how many liters of fluid they like removed from his body, but he was so bad at that point. And they didn't think that he was going to make it. And I said to my stepmom, and I was like, I heard knocking, he's going to die. And she's like, I'll let you know if you need to come. And I'm like, I have the flu. Like I can't, like, I don't want to be there. And she's like, I'll let you know if you need to come. Like, you know, right now I think he's stable, but like, you know, things could take a turn. So like, you know, be prepared. And I'm like, Oh my God, he's going to die because I heard knocking. And then he died I would like, already a couple be months like, later. <laughs> yeah. I would already be packed in the car and at the hospital and be like, hello, I'm yeah. ready. I know I have arrived. It was so crazy. So I called my mom crying and I'm like, I heard the knocking again. She's like, Vilia, like, you know, just be cautious, conscious and cautious of like what you're listening to. Like, make sure it's not like a fantasma, like a, a ghost or like a demonio. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So crazy. Um, so like, that's one of my spooky stories. So <laughs> I have some spooky stories. I'm crazy. Please tell me. Okay, so you know how I recently reconnected with an old friend? Mm-hmm. So this old friend, 
I don't understand how this happened. Um, so we've lost a lot of friends our age yes. over the course of X amount of years, the last decade. Like an unfortunate amount of people our age have died. I was going to say a stupid amount, but unfortunate amount sounds better. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, like, like not even a, more than a hand. Yeah. More than two hands at this point. Yeah. Literally. So then, yeah. Um, because she doesn't live in Ontario, she lives in another province. We're in different time zones. Mm-hmm. Sometimes she would be up before I would be awake mm-hmm. and she would text me and say, Hey, I had a vivid dream about X person. Mm-hmm. Have you heard from this person? And like, I know, you know, them, have you heard from them? Like yeah. we're a mutual friend. Um, they would have died the night before. Yeah. No effing way pick your job yeah I remember so there was a girl that we played hockey with years and years and years ago I played Mm -hmm. ball hockey with her occasionally if we ended up on the same team type of thing Mm -hmm. and I got a text from this old friend and she was Mm -hmm. like hey I had a dream about so and so last night like it was super vivid I I remember the whole thing have you talked to her lately like do you know what she's up to Mm -hmm. and we I just got into the habit of every time she told me she had a vivid dream about someone I would just check their social media to see like if something right or like google their name or whatever Mm -hmm. and lo and behold I go onto her social media and it was like two hours prior to that or three hours prior to that someone wrote like I can't believe that happened like rest in peace blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. and I was like um like she died and then we would later find out like what happened and, and mm-hmm. all of them are tragic like nothing was yeah yeah and it would just like months like mm-hmm. even so when my dad died I was at her house I slept over your dad died during probably like literally the worst year ever for our town yeah like the he started it first of all he started yeah. it he started the turmoil because after <sighs> he died our friend Kyle died a week right after. Mm-hmm. And then after Kyle died, we had another family friend die. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it was every month someone died for like six months. Yeah. Like, yeah. I remember we were like calling it, I'll, I won't even say our town, but like the whatever curse. Yeah. Because like everybody just kept fucking dying. And I, I remember that fear where it was like, oh my God, like what if I'm next? Literally. Like, I would just, I remember because I was, um, who, who was I saying this to? I can't even remember. I was saying to somebody who like, wasn't from where we were, I think it was somebody that I had worked with. And I was like, you know, everybody that I know, like, we're all just on edge thinking like, we're all cursed. Like our, our generation is, are you okay? Are you going to the next one? Pardon? Are you going to be the next one to die? Like, stop! I just I swallowed that too fast. <laughs> be careful! I'm not there to give you the Heimlich maneuver or like resuscitate you. And I don't think your brother's going to do it. He's probably going to come and watch. He'll he'll just smile as it happens. Um, yeah, but yeah, like it was it was insane how many people like we yeah. lost in such a short amount of time. So it was actually. I was at her house. She was actually, so my dad was in the ICU for a while before he Mm -hmm. passed. And um, I remember one day I was at her house and I was like, yeah, I really want to go see my dad. She was like, I would love to see him too. And I was like, oh, I don't know. Like if he would like that, like (laughs) he's kind of like, ooh, laying there clinging on to life. Um, And so I called like the nurse's station in the ICU. And I like said, like, he asked my dad if so-and-so is okay to come into the room and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. 
And my dad oddly said yes. And so we like hung out for the day or whatever. And then that like a couple of days later he passed and I was at her house the night before it was actually, so I wasn't going to school because I would go in the morning, go see him until like all visiting hours. Mm-hmm. And then by the time visiting hours were over, it was basically like school was over. Yeah. So as far as my mom was concerned, I was going to school. And um, so then I slept over at her house the one night because I was like, okay, I'm going to start going back to school tomorrow because mm-hmm. like it seems that things are kind of like stable as is. Mm-hmm. And then I get a call from my uncle who was staying with us. He was helping out. And he told me that he's like, you don't need to rush, but you need to come up. You need to come to the hospital. The doctors have said your dad has 24 hours. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, shit, fuck. I was like, okay. Mm -hmm. And I remember I was sleeping on her bed and her bed was probably like 20 inches off the floor. Uh And my phone was on the floor on vibrate or silent. And I somehow woke up to it. Like, no idea. Yeah no idea like woke up to it on like a second ring mm-hmm. not like I woke up to missed calls or anything so I was like okay dropped all my stuff and that was my first time experiencing morning traffic mind you because I left at like 6 30 yeah. and I was like yeah. where is everyone going I know isn't it crazy like when I became an adult and I like had to start commuting for my job I was like why the fuck are there so many people on the road right and I was like it is 6 30 where are you all going this is exactly it it's like work um, everyone's going to work excuse me yeah right and I'm like I'm I'm like up in the boons yeah she used to live up in the boons and I have to go to I think they were in Richmond Hill or Vaughn Mm -hmm. is where I had to go um so whatever I end up getting there and no one told me when I got there so my my uncle was in the waiting room when I got there and he just like looked sad and whatever and didn't expect him to look happy yeah and so I (laughs) and so I end up going in there and I'm thinking to like see my father alive and be able to say goodbye but he had passed already (gasps) oh no but no one told me so then you before we would get into the actual room you had to put gown on and cap and a mask and and gloves and all this whatever yeah yeah and so I'm outside putting the whole get like kit and caboodle on Mm -hmm. and like my mom even like peeked out and like and and looked at me and like Mm -hmm. no one told me that like hey you actually don't need to put that on because you don't like charlotte you're good you're not gonna get them sick you're fine so then i walk in and i'm just like what (laughs) lost it so then anyway so then the whole point after my uncle called me so he called his parents so my Mm -hmm. grandparents he called them first and then he called me and then he went back into the room to talk to my mom because my mom and my brother were there Mm -hmm. and he said i called she's on her way and apparently within minutes like that was it he was gone really like he just he did not want me to see him pass so fucking sad and then ever since then the song take it easy by the eagles i want to say haunts me that's why you can't see this viewers but maybe one day (laughs) it says take it easy on Uh my leg it's inked on me so anytime ever since then anytime I would be in like a high stress situation Mm -hmm. or like freaking out like you name it Mm -hmm. I was in a bar in Norway (laughs) freaking out and take it easy by the eagles came on riddle me that isn't it fucking insane like so I might start crying um (laughs) So I was like lucky enough to like be 
to spend a lot of time with my dad, like before he died. And, um, I had said to him, like, cause you know, we were able to like really chat and talk. And I said to him, like, you know, I don't know what I'm going to do without you. Oh, and I was like, I really don't want you to die. (laughs) Again, I'm laughing. It's not funny. (laughs) I'm laughing too, but I want to cry as well. (laughs) Um, Okay. So I said to him, like, I really don't want you to die. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do without you. And he was like, you're going to be just fine. And he's like, you're going to like, you're going to go on with your life and you're going to live it and it's going to be good. And, um, he was like, I just want you to know that I'm going to haunt the shit out of you. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, no, please don't (laughs) mission accomplished. So Here's my other spooky story. (laughs) As if he gave you a heads up and you're like, yeah, okay. And now you're like, shit, he is. So literally like my dad told, cause I have like an older brother and sister. And so he told us all like, I'm going to haunt you guys. Like, just don't, don't you think that just because like I'm dead that I'm gone, like I'm going to be here. I'm going to watch you. And I was like, no, cause like, I don't want you to watch me poop. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's what I said to him did you also have a fear that like every time you masturbated after that yeah I know I don't even <laughs> want to get in there like I don't want to talk about that <laughs> like, even to this day I'm like I need to put I a full blanket on top of me and cover I, my whole entity <laughs> I know I feel like I need to say like a novena I don't know um like, give a PSA like please stop looking yeah literally like I'm sorry go bother someone else I know like I'm not having premarital sex right now. <laughs> Thank you. Not getting back shots. This is yeah. just uh, <laughs> just a workout. Yeah, it's just it's just practice. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so he told us that he was gonna haunt us, and so again, I was like, no, please don't haunt us. But that, anyway, so um, it was his wish to like die at home. And because like my dad, he hated hospitals. He was just, you know, he was a homebody. He liked to be at home. He liked to be at the cottage, which is where he wanted to be. He wanted to be at the cottage, die there. Makes sense. So we did what we can to like, you know, fulfill that for him. So um, there's something called like CCAC. So it's basically like, you know, like, yeah, you know, my mom works for a company that's like trailer off of CCAC. Okay. So for people that don't know, it's basically like they help you get like home care. It, basically that's just like a very ba- workers. And- yeah. Basic yep. explanation of what it is. Um, so, um, we had nurses and PSWs, everything coming to the house. We had a hospital bed set up um, right in front of like our big bay window at the cottage. So he could look out. Um, and so it was the night before and my brother and sister and I, they, they had to, they were, cause he was in a diaper, which is like, so fucking sad to think about. Oh my God. My dad was in a diaper too. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Like you just, Oh my God. Like it would, um, it would be awful when he would leave for work and then come back because he had an accident and it would be like not even eight o'clock. Yeah. So fucking sad. Yeah. Um, so anyway, they were there and like 
they were changing his sheets, changing his diaper. And uh, so my brother and sister and I, we went into my parents' room, my, my dad and my stepmom, because my parents were divorced. And um, we were laying in their bed and we were all laying on my dad's side. And, you know, of course we're all upset and we're like, you know, this is probably going to be like our last night with him. And, you know, we're sitting there, we're talking, whatever next day he dies. He died at five fifty six in the morning. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And so we, you know, we have to call like the, the funeral home. So they send like a coroner to come pick him up. And so I said, I was like, I can't be here and watch you put him in a bag. Like I, oh I can't. No. So I said to my, my family, I'm like, I'm going back into like mom and dad's room, like my stepmom and my dad, and I'm going to lay in there until you guys are done. And so my sister and my brother were like, yeah, we're coming with you. So we go back and we lay back in my dad's bed and, you know, we're all like chatting and we're trying to like laugh. Right. And we're like, oh, well, you know, he's going to haunt us. So it's like, it's okay. And it's uh, only two hours have passed <laughs> since like we need he took to give him some time to figure it out. Yeah. Like <laughs> to get the glitches know. out. Yeah. So it's like, Hey, we need to like, we're trying to cope here. And, um, so we're laying on his bed, uh, coroner comes, they get him on the gurney and they start wheeling him out of the cottage. Once they pass the threshold, the bed snaps. Stop. It broke. Oh my God. We were just, all three of us were laying in that bed the night before nobody was obviously like bouncing around doing anything. Yeah. I fucking snapped. My sister starts crying. My brother was like, what the fuck? And I was like, it's dad. <laughs> like don't need to give him any time. Yeah. And my sister was like, he's haunting us already. <laughs> oh my God. So my dad did the exact same thing, but he yeah. did it to his brothers. Mm. So when we, so he passed. And uh-huh. so actually that night after he passed, I, to this day, I swear I felt him touch my hand as I, I was about totally to fall asleep. Yeah. I, I, I will fight everyone over it. Um, <laughs> and it was like, as I was falling asleep, I felt something just caress my hand and it was like, it was comforting, but horrifying at the same time. Yeah. Anyways. So the day that we had the funeral, well, we had a celebration of life. And then the next day we did the burial. And so the next day, because of where we live, we don't have a lot of space for, he's one of five. Like we don't have the space for it. Yeah. <laughs> we live in a bungalow. And, yeah. Uh, so then his family stayed in a hotel and so the next morning when it's the burial and whatnot and so they're getting ready to go and a lovely canadian goose was standing on the edge of the hotel of the goosesses the (laughs) geeseses flopping around was standing on the edge like the roof the edge Mm -hmm. of the roof and as soon as they all like got out of the hotel and were ready to go to just drop and smash the windshields of everyone that was there excuse me and like so you think they would they would be dead because it's the top of the hotel and it was like a holiday inn so it's not Mm -hmm. like it's a two floor it's like an eight floor thing and um so they're like oh my god because everyone just witnessed this they just get up and fly away (laughs) like pardon (laughs) and so smack those bitches out of the sky (laughs) didn't like them anyway (laughs) 
as soon, so as soon as like everyone got there we're like what happened to your windshield yeah and then so I said that to my uncle I was like uncle so-and-so like what happened to your windshield he's like your father <laughs> yeah I totally believe and I, that and I was like uh come again <laughs> uh pardon yeah I'm about to put his ashes in the ground and you're telling me he did what can you care to explain please <laughs> I'm confused that's so he did he didn't end up telling me like ad until after because they were obviously late because yeah. they couldn't see shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, and like to this day, like there's some random shit that just happens every now and then. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, dad, like that's enough. Mm-hmm. We're okay. Thank you. So D never had like the opportunity to meet my dad. We started dating like a year, two years after he died. Mm-hmm. And um, anyway, so. I was staying at his house. This was like a year after we had started dating. And, um, and the next morning he goes, I, or the next morning I said to him, I was like, I had really weird dreams all night. He's like, Oh, what did you dream of? And I said, I was dreaming of my dad and can't remember exactly what like the dreams were. Um, but, uh, so I was telling him about like my dreams and whatever. And he goes, I need to tell you something. And I was like, okay. And he goes, well, you were sleeping last night. He's like, I woke up and he goes, I swear I saw something hugging you. And I was like, what? (laughs) I don't know if I should be like, oh, or what the fuck? Yeah. He was like, it was, he's like, I don't know what it was. He's like, it was just this figure that like came out and wrapped itself around you while you were sleeping and I was like so sweet I was like I think it was my dad because I (laughs) dreamt about him all night and I said but that's weird like leave us alone we're (laughs) sleeping (laughs) I don't know if this happens to you now but um so Uh before my dad passed and I was like 16 I wasn't scared of death and Uh that was just because like I was young naive knew nothing whatever and then I went through a phase where I was horrified of death of and death horrified yeah. that I could be meeting my father again sometime soon granted yeah. all the you know hope is pocus is true mm-hmm. and then now I'm kind of at a spot where mm-hmm. if I'm about to do something dicey mm-hmm. and I know I'm about to do something dicey I'm like all right dad you better get me on this one or else like yeah I'll be seeing you soon yep totally <laughs> like whether it's like the smallest things of like I'm cutting someone off in traffic and like if I cut them off wrong I'm gonna die uh-huh. or like I'm going zip lining or bungee jump, like doing something extravagant in that mm-hmm. sense. And I'm just like, all right, daddy, I'm back on this one. Cause if not, see you soon, pal. I'll meet you. I'll meet you there at the pearly gates or, or below. I don't know. Either or whatever. Works for me. I don't judge. <laughs> but yeah, like it's very, and then like some people who, so people who have not lost a parent, mm-hmm. they, they don't get, and like, sometimes I'll say it out loud too, without even realizing it. Yeah. And it's just, it's interesting, but, um, like the spookiness never, never dies down. It's always there. Yeah. It's like, sometimes you get to a point where you're like, oh, you know, like I haven't really felt them or I haven't really heard from them, like heard, heard from them. And it sounds yeah. more like, you know, you have a dreamer or something and then you're like, huh. And then all of a sudden they smack you in the face. You know, it's okay. <laughs> so I always used to rub my dad's feet and I just really liked it. I just loved rubbing my dad's feet. Like I loved giving him foot massages. I don't know why. I'm not a foot person by any means. I'm not going to yuck your yum. 
it's not, it's not a yum for me. <laughs> and like <laughs> my dad's feet were like the only feet I'd ever touch. Like I don't even touch D's. Like I'm not into it, but fair enough. I don't know. I just love touching my dad's feet. Um, but his feet always sound like a really distinct smell. Okay. And so like every once in a while I would just like smell his feet. Oh no. And it would just be like the strongest, most overwhelming smell. I'm like, dad, why the fuck are you doing this to me? Like, why the <laughs> fuck are you smelling? Like, why? No. Why are you making me smell your feet? Why couldn't it be like, I don't, cause he used to work at a retread shop. He was a manager there. Okay. And it's like, why? And I loved smelling him when he'd come home from work. Like I'd always run to him and smell him. Cause I loved that smell still like makes me actually now it makes me cry a little bit whenever I smell that smell. Aww. Um, yeah, it was just like so comforting to me. Um, but it's like, why, why couldn't it be like that retread shop smell? Why does it have to be your nasty ass fucking feet? <laughs> like I'm not into that. Um, <laughs> but, um, I found this, like this other, this post on, on Reddit. And I, I think it kind of like ties in to, oh, well, you know, it's a spooky episode ties into like what we're talking about here. Like weird shit. Um, so are you into Reddit at all? I read it occasionally, but like not, not as much as the average person. Okay. I really like Reddit. I really like the am I the asshole subreddit it's like my oh, favorite so good yeah I used to I used to really read oh what was it called it was one of those like feel good ones okay I don't have any of those yeah I like I, I this just was like years ago drama. yeah now I'm I <laughs> would I love am. to read am I the asshole mm-hmm. like tell me more please <laughs> now um, I just watch them on tiktok <laughs> yes but now so um now I, I'm not, oh my God, what am I saying? I've pulled up the subreddit paranormal because of course it is fucking spooky season. So, um, I'm going to read this one to you. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. And then I have one more and then we can end it on like a happy note. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. So the title is strange woman on the phone okay so the poster says i am new to reddit and i've become addicted to reading these stories so i thought i would share one of my own this happened to me in 2013 or 2014 in the ancient times when people still had actual landline phones in their house and i uh, did share this experience on another website which i don't even remember where back shortly after it happened but I wanted to share my experience again. I work in insurance investing slash inspecting property claims, conducting site visits in the field. I typically, typically call people about a half hour before arriving for the appointment, just to make sure they remember the appointment and, and will be home. This one in particular, um, this, sorry, this one particular claim I had was in Newcastle, Pennsylvania, which is about an hour Northwest of Pittsburgh. This means nothing to me, probably nothing to you either because we're fucking Canadian. <laughs> so, um, I call the homeowner's phone number to let them know that I'm on my way. And a very old sounding woman answers the phone. We have a very poor connection with a lot of static. And she keeps saying, hello, can you hear me? Hello? 
So I say, I'm going to hang up and I'm going to call back. I hang up, call back immediately. And nobody answers. I then call the cell number, get a much younger sounding woman on the phone who tells me she's leaving the school where she just dropped her kids off and will be there in a few minutes. I arrive at the house thinking someone else is home and ring the doorbell. And around the same time, the homeowner pulls up in the driveway. When the homeowner arrives, she's a young woman in her late twenties or early thirties and sounds absolutely nothing like the person who answered the phone. I comment to her that I called the house, but whomever answered couldn't hear me and said something like, I'm sorry if I woke your mother or whomever that was up. She looks confused and says, I must've called the wrong number because nobody was home. Excuse me. I keep burping. Wanting to make sure we have the right information for her. I read back the number and she confirms that this is her home founder, home phone number. She asked me what the lady sounded like. And I told her it sounded like an old woman on the phone. Oh my God. The neighbors upstairs just dropped a bunch of shit and it made me fucking shake. Scared me. (laughs) Um, She asked me what the lady sounded like. And I told her it sounded like an old woman on the phone. She turns pale and looks very scared. Tells me I'm freaking her out because her family recently moved in. And she swears she has thought that their house is haunted by an old woman. Weird. So at this point, the homeowner is very agitated about what happened. So I try to make sense of it and ask her if she thinks we should call the police in the event someone had broken into her home and answered the phone. I walked around the home, checking the doors, windows, and the house seems secure. We enter and she goes directly to her her phone slash answering machine. Her phone has caller ID. And sure enough, both of the calls from my number are on it. The first time I called shows the call was answered. And the second call shows a missed call. So at this point, she's really freaking out because the caller ID shows that someone answered the phone. Again, I ask her if she thinks we should call the police, thinking there might actually be an intruder in the home who was nice enough to answer the phone. (laughs) She declines and tells me about how she's been telling her husband she thinks the house is haunted and he's been making fun of her about it. And she's glad that somebody else has experienced something, but totally scared to death over it. The homeowner proceeds to tell me how strange things similar to this have been happening at the house with a lot of activity taking place in the attic. Turns out the attic is exactly where I I have to inspect the damage. She refused to go up to the attic with me and just pointed me in the right direction and stood at the bottom of the steps, nervously clutching a flashlight and, and her cell phone. I was pretty freaked out myself at this point, either expecting an intruder to jump out at me or to see a ghost. I got out of there pretty quick. Years later, I can still remember exactly what the old lady sounded like. I've tried rationalizing it, thinking it must have uh, been the numbers, being that the numbers have got crossed or whatever, but the caller ID still showed two calls from me. Dot, 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 dot. So wild. Your volume's a little fucked up. I don't know if you changed something. That's so wild. Okay. That sounds better. Okay. Um, that's insane. I know. Isn't that crazy? It's like, that is. okay, these fucking phantasmas, they're like, they're out there. Yeah, I think, you know, the whole concepts of like, I used to like watch like Long Island Medium and like mm-hmm. all this stuff, like way before my dad passed. And mm-hmm. I was like, you know, that's like, that's weird. That's like freaky shit. And now mm-hmm. I'm just like, somebody would be like, yo, what up, dad? Need a, need a little help here. <laughs> Like if you want to lend a hand, yeah, that'd be great. And now it's like a totally different perspective, but mm-hmm. that's why that someone would answer like that. Another human being got to interact. Yeah. 
past being was there. Uh-huh. Like, way to insert your dominance. Mm-hmm. You tell him, girl. But it's like, how dare you? Don't, <laughs> don't answer my calls. That's rude. This call was Literally. not for you. Literally. This, was about, this is not your phone number. Yeah, this was about damage in my house. Um, You don't own this house anymore. Fucking step back. You don't pay the bills, lady. Oh, my God. If you would okay? like to pay the bills, yeah. we would happily take your money. Fuck off. That's what I have to say. <laughs> Fuck off, old lady. <laughs> so... I'm going to read one more and then we'll, we'll end this on a happy note. Sounds good. Um, With our, you know, our, our sign off. Um, So this one is called, we bought a haunted exercise bike. (laughs) Okay. So, So we bought an exercise bike from eBay. It wasn't advertised as being haunted and we mainly chose it because it was a good deal and, and could, and, in good condition. I'm sorry. I feel like I'm having like a stroke or something. Words are hard. It's fine. It is, especially after I've had a whole thing in, of cider. Um, <laughs> and in good condition. So after setting it up and using it regularly since we did, we have noticed some strange occurrences. Firstly, it sounded like a, str- a scratching sound coming from under the seat. We assumed there was a mechanical cause, but on inspection, we couldn't see any, oh my God, what happened? Couldn't see any way that the noise could be produced. Later on, we were awoken at 3 a.m. by the sound of the exercise bike being in use. It was unmistakable. The pedals were going round and round as it makes noise when when doing so. We thought someone might've broken in, but when going into the lounge where the bike is, no one was there and the pedals were moving as if suddenly stopped as if suddenly stopped being used okay but if someone's gonna break into your house like i don't think they're using the elliptical yeah like um i'm sorry is this like you know an athletic burglar 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 i don't know how do you say that burglar 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 hamburglar burglar i don't know that's a weird That's a weird word. I'm just going to thief, robber. I'm going to say that. That's so much easier. It's an athletic robber. Um, (laughs) Furthermore, (laughs) furthermore, we arrived home one afternoon to find the bike on its side. There's no way it could have fallen. We're pretty freaked out and I've contacted the eBay seller. (laughs) So as we were saying, um, you have an athletic ghost, my friend. Um, so like just roll with it. Maybe they can be like, you know, your new Peloton coach, like, Hey Jenny, pick up those knees, knees to chest, bitch pedal harder. I was just about to say, it could be like the Peloton coach. You don't have to pay for exactly like this. This is free. You know, don't get rid of that. Don't get rid of that bike. Um, I'm going to add a trigger warning to the beginning of this episode. Because I don't want anybody to like be triggered by all this conversation. Good call. Thank you. Um, but you know, just a reminder, guys, unclench that jaw and remember that you survived a hundred percent of your bad days. And um, I just want to thank you for listening to us. Um 
especially to our friends out in the Philippines, Germany, Canada, United States. Hey guys, thank you so much. Danka. I don't know how to say thank you in Filipino or Talagon. I don't know. I'm not going to. You're on your own for that one. Yeah. Yeah. uh, That language that they speak in the Philippines. I don't want to be rude. Um, So I'm going to learn how to say thank you. Um, And drink your water. Drink your water. Stay hydrated. Don't be a dead houseplant. You're absolutely right. And don't be a dead person because, you know, it's like I said, we're in spooky season. (laughs) Don't be dead. Don't die. We'll miss you. We love you. And um, yeah, thanks. Take care. Thanks. Bye-bye. Ciao. Bye. Goodbye. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.